0: Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC.
1: I think a fundamental skill is understanding a compliance management framework, so they can inform the organisation they're a part of, of what their obligations are, they can implement policies, procedures, processes and controls to meet those obligations, um, providing training, monitoring and oversight, and reporting on those outcomes.
0: Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Celestia. I'm the editor at the GRC Institute and today we have one of our directors with us. We have Athena Estradiatis, one who works in financial services. Hi, Athena. How are you doing? Welcome Hi, to the podcast.
1: Kwame. How are you? Thank you for that introduction. Nice to see you. Thank you.
0: I'm fine. And yourself? How How's everything been?
1: I'm very well and I'm delighted to see that the rain cleared this morning, <laughs> um, but still very cold. But otherwise, I'm keeping very well. Thanks, Kwame.
0: So we're chatting this evening because we're you know very excited about the conference coming up at the end of the year and we thought we'd start having just a bit of a chat about you know what do professionals need in the different areas and concerns and and challenges and our discussion today will focus really just on the essential skill sets that you know professionals need to get ahead in their careers. Uh, so I thought it'd be really interesting to to have a bit of a chat with you who's been in the industry for a little while. Um, How, how, what would be considered essential skill sets for a GRC professional changed over the years?
1: Sure, Kwame. You're right. The GRC conference is coming up later in the year and I am looking forward to that. So great segue for you and I to have a conversation. I uh, have been in the industry or I have been a compliance professional since um the late 1990s, and I have seen a significant change since 2000, um, say in this this, um, century. So a common qualification for compliance professionals was a law degree. You may have found that it was legal, you know, a a team of legal peers that may may have been administering compliance for an organisation. It's an obvious skill set because our compliance obligations are derived from legislation and it's what the law mandates. So this hasn't changed, but the compliance remit has extended to internal policies or voluntary codes of practice as examples. What has also shifted is a compliance professional having specialist experience in, for example, financial crime and leveraging legal advice or independent consultants to validate the framework rather than create or be responsible for it. So I would say that's the shift we've seen in the profession. Uh, and also seeing the shift in, I guess, expectations in reporting lines, which we talk about in a GRC resource paper, and also uh, the three lines of accountability.
0: Yeah, sure. And has anything that you've seen essentially any core skills remain the same throughout all this time or is everything sort of transformed?
1: I would say that uh, things have transformed, absolutely and the core skills have have originated rather than changed, and then through that origination, they may have evolved.
0: Uh, So from maybe the conversations you're having with your colleagues and other professionals and maybe other members at the Institute, um, are there any skills that you think that they are prioritising based on the environment?
1: I think a fundamental skill is understanding a compliance management framework. So they can inform the organisation they're a part of, of what their obligations are. They can implement policies, procedures, processes and controls to meet those obligations, um, providing training, monitoring and oversight and reporting on those outcomes. And also the knowledge of relevant regulators, their role and how they oversight the organisation. You asked about, you know, different skill sets or additional skill sets. So they're the, they're the fundamentals. But skill sets can change as new regulations are introduced or specialist experience is required. And I use financial crime as an earlier example. Privacy, something that might be at the forefront for others within financial services might be information security. And the skill set is an obligation. It's around getting knowledge uh, knowledge and experience. A more recent example may be experience with breach reporting regime, which came into effect late last year, or regulatory engagement which could aid organisations with the latest breach reporting regime within financial services and and Australian credit licensees. So, you know, it's new for Australian credit licensees, for example. So a skill set around breach reporting or regulatory engagement might benefit those organisations. And smaller organisations, depending on what their structure might be, they might not have a dedicated learning and organisational development function. And so they might require a skill in training, so a soft skill and not just subject matter expertise in compliance or the organisation.
0: Yeah, sure. I, and I, I like what you were saying about that regulatory impact and skill sets. I, I wonder, has I know sometimes regulators like AUSTRAC and ASIC and APRA provide guidance for certain types of regulations. Has through that guidance, have they suggested particular skill sets that could be useful? Have Have they helped with their engagement at all?
1: They they do look for general fitness and proprietary from financial, you know, we do see that from financial services regulators around responsible persons and responsible managers and certain skill sets, not particular to compliance. However, we have talked with the new compliance management systems international standard around how we can engage with regulators to create some prescription around compliance professionals and what level they are and what skill set. Um, compliance was referenced in the Australian Prudential Regulators Authorities Insight article in February around compliance risks to an organisation. So again, we talk about the fundamentals of compliance management frameworks and understanding obligations and compliance risks to an, an organisation. And it's as equally uh, applicable to non-APRA regulated entities, you know, that might be subject to a financial services licence because they've also got obligations around adequate risk management arrangements um, and failure to have those can be a contravention of the obligation. So you want to understand, have an understanding or a skill set around what those arrangements should be.
0: Yeah, sure. So I was going to My next question is kind of make you sort of imagine yourself back at the beginning of your career a bit. and If you were new to the compliance profession or just GRC in general now, what kind of skill sets do you think you would prioritise based on what we know?
1: I get asked this question from um, many others who are wanting to enter the compliance profession. The GRCI offers a compliance and risk 101 course. And it's designed to help professionals who might be new to their role to understand the fundamentals of compliance and risk functions and it gives them skills they can immediately apply to their workplace Um, I would also suggest that uh, in your place of employment identify what your compliance management framework is responsible for for example is it licensing obligations is it is that done by another specialist team who are your key regulators and which laws do they administer You know, at the beginning of the conversation, Kwame, we did talk about that compliance originated from legal obligations and then maybe expanded to policies and voluntary codes. And a soft skill, you know, something, identify who your key stakeholders are in the organisation and what's their role and how will your role interact with theirs, what are the roles and responsibilities and what are the roles and responsibilities with respect to a risk or compliance management framework.
0: Well, my last question is going to be if you had any words of wisdom or advice for professionals, but I feel like all all your answers have been that. Is there anything you'd like to add then that you think could help members in their professional journey?
1: I think keeping across regulatory and industry developments to be aware of impacts to the industry, to be aware of impacts to the profession and the regulatory landscape. Um, you can get information from regulators' websites and many legal firms offer free subscriptions to their newsletters. So it's a way to keep on top of um, um, matters impacting the industry or impacting the profession. I'd encourage um, GRC professionals to seek out a a mentor uh, or, you know, to network uh, within the GRC or others within their network, a professional peer to exchange thoughts and ideas and to join an association like the GRC, where you can connect with members of the profession for networking, coaching and mentoring.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time, Athena.
1: Kwame, thank you so much for inviting me to speak and I look forward to meeting our members at the GRC I- I conference. Thanks, Kwame.
0: This podcast was a production of the Governance Risk and Compliance Institute and the music was produced by Rob Neary.